Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. We are well into flu season. Each year, flu season starts in the fall and lasts till the early spring, and the flu and the common cold are so pervasive. The CDC tells us that each year millions of people get the common cold. Adults get it two to three times a year. Children get it even more. The common cold is the most common reason for people missing school and work and there are hundreds of thousands of people that are hospitalized each year for the flu. Well, how can you boost your immune system so that when you're exposed to the cold and flu, you're less likely to fall prey to it? And if you do get it, what are some natural home remedies to help you fight it off? That's the topic of today's Ask Wardy. I'm gonna share seven ways to boost your immune system, including natural home remedies for cold and flu. For the links and transcript and more of this episode, go to askwardy.tv and look for episode 139. The question I'm answering today comes from Amy G. She said, with fall and winter comes the flu. Me and my family are not getting the flu vaccine this year. I know a healthy diet and good sleep are the best defenses against illness, but what else can I do to support and boost my family's immune systems, specifically against the flu this time of year? Amy, thank you for your question. And to say thank you, you're going to get a free ebook and video package from us, and our team will be in touch to give that to you. What causes the cold and flu? Well, they're highly contagious viruses that normally we're exposed to through our mucous membranes, so our nose, ear, mouth. So we can pick them up airborne, like if somebody coughs or sneezes around us, or if we touch contaminated surfaces and then touch our mucous membranes. And if you've ever had the cold or flu, you know the symptoms can be mild to severe and they affect everything from chills and achiness to sneezing to coughing to burning eyes, itching, even to vomiting. So they're no fun. And by the way, since the cold and flu are viral infections, not bacterial infections, antibiotics don't work. Before I get to the seven ways to boost your immune system, including home remedies for cold and flu, let's just talk about generally how to prevent getting cold and flu. So you wanna practice good hygiene, which is hand washing and avoid touching your mucous membranes. So you're bringing less germs into contact with your body. And also to limit your exposure to people who have been infected with a cold or flu. So this could mean staying home more often, running less errands. In our family, we do this through the cold and flu season. And I've even taken to getting our groceries delivered instead of going to the store myself, because I figure that's every week one last time that I'm going into places where there's bound to be lots of cold and flu germs. The service that I'm using, I do recommend, it's called Instacart. You pay a service fee and or a tip to the driver, but you have the convenience of receiving groceries from multiple locations in your area, depending on where you live. And if you'd like to save $10 on your first Instacart order, use my link, tradcookschool.com Instacart. 
I-N-S-T-A-C-A-R-T. If someone in our family does get the cold or flu, then they voluntarily spend most, if not all of their time in their own bedroom and stay out of the common areas in the house. And this really helps the rest of us not get sick. And then we'll bring the sick one food or whatever they need, practicing good hygiene on the way in and out to prevent the spread of the virus throughout the rest of the house. And you would also see me, mom, using my homemade essential oil all-purpose spray liberally on all common surfaces in the house so that the rest of us are less likely to get sick. These things help a lot with preventing coming down with the cold and flu, but now let's talk specifically about the seven ways you can boost your immune system so that you're less likely to get sick when faced with the virus and also home remedies if you do get sick. Please remember that if you do get sick, rest and fluids are a must. Number one, build a strong immune system with a clean whole foods diet. So the cold and flu are very contagious viruses. So the stronger you are, the stronger your immune system is, the more likely you're able to fight it off. And we'd prefer that rather than getting sick, right? So ideally, you're following a clean whole food diet using traditional food prep methods all year long. And this ensures that you have the vitamins, the minerals, and the micronutrients you need so your immune system is strong to fight off the cold and flu virus. There's particular micronutrients that are really important for your immune system. And this includes balanced levels of the vitamins D3, A, B6, B12, and the minerals calcium, magnesium, zinc, and copper also play a key role in keeping your immune system strong. I've got an assortment of foods here that are just a glimpse into a clean whole foods diet using nutrient-dense whole foods. So we've got raw milk and cream, pastured meats, bone broth, home-cultured yogurt. This is in fact my snack that I'll be eating after we're done with this uh, video. We also have organ meats and in our family we dry and powder liver or kidney to supplement with organ meats, pastured eggs from healthy chickens, fresh fruits and vegetables that preferably are organically grown, and I will refer you to the idea of Ganalfglens, God's natural organic whole foods grown locally in season because those capture all the most important facets of the foods we should be eating. Natural sweeteners like honey, maple syrup, healthy fats are really important for a strong immune system. And by healthy, I'm talking about traditional fats, primarily saturated fats from healthy pastured animals. We have grass-fed butter, the fat that is naturally in your pastured meats. If you're dairy-free, you could use ghee, which is a clarified butter where the milk solids have been removed. We're also talking about coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil. And it's important to pay special attention to the special class of fatty acids in pastured fats called omega-3 and prioritize those. And those you will find in pastured animals. And not to be overlooked, because this is food too. This is the most important food we can eat, water. So make sure you're drinking and even bathing in uncontaminated water. There are over 2,100 known water contaminants, so municipal water and even some well water is contaminated and the water is not good for you. So if you have an issue with contaminated water or municipal water, do look into filtering your water. I have an Ask Wardy that I'll link at the show notes, askwardy.tv, look for episode 139 and look for a link there to show you which water filtration system we chose for our house. And there are options from Radiant Life, the company we recommend, whether you rent or own, whether it's permanent or temporary. 
And you can also use my discount code. It's all caps WARDE, W-A-R-D-E-E, to get $25 to $100 off on Radiant Life filter systems. So all the details are at the show notes for you. Be sure you're not eating processed foods or lots of restaurant foods because these will compromise your immune system. So stick to clean, healthy, whole foods, prioritizing a lot of these nutrient-dense foods that I'm showing you here today. Number two, detoxify your environment. Your skin is an organ and it's highly absorbent. And so the things that we're exposed to in the air and the stuff we put on our skin can really be disruptive in our health if they're not good. So they're endocrine disruptors, carcinogens, and they just can wreak a whole bunch of damage. So it's really important that from your laundry soap to your household cleaners, to your body soaps and lotions, to your skincare products, to your hair care products, even to your deodorant, that you clean them up. Now for some people it's a process, but I just encourage you to keep working on it to get it cleaner and cleaner because the cleaner you go, the stronger your immune system will get. In terms of skincare and makeup, I recommend Beauty Counter. And I just love this company because they've made a public commitment, it's called their Never List, where they've committed to not using or never using over 1,500 questionable or harmful ingredients in the products. And they really work even if you have anti-aging concerns, which I do. Uh, for hair care, I have a recent find for you, Inner Sense, I love it. And you can follow the links at askwardy.tv episode 139 to find links to all of these products that I have here. And once again, I'm going to mention water because you're bathing in and washing your body with water. So if your water is contaminated, once again, you're absorbing those contaminants through your skin. You can find links and more to these items and more at askwardy.tv. Look for episode 139. Number three ditch the sugar. So you want to reduce or eliminate refined sugars of all kinds, possibly even limiting real food sweeteners if you're actually sick. So I've got here organic cane sugar, which is a less refined sugar than white sugar, but it's still somewhat refined. And just overall to reduce things like this, but we're talking about candies, cakes. The reason is, according to one source, that sugar turns off your immune system for the duration of time it takes to be digested. And is it any coincidence that cold and flu season is fall to, to early spring, and that is the season when we have all the cakes, cookies, pies, pastries, from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's to Valentine's Day. So literally, the entire sixth season has these holidays where people do tend to consume lots of refined sweeteners. At the show notes, askwardy.tv, look for episode 139 because there's two additional links. One is seven tips for overcoming a sugar addiction. And we have another article that gives you seven more reasons that you should ditch the sugar. Number four, balance your gut flora. Did you know that around 80% of your immune system is actually in your GI tract, your gut? Beyond following the previous three strategies, if you include cultured or fermented foods in your diet, you will be supplying essential probiotics to your gut to repopulate it, strengthen it, and make it strong, and therefore make your immune system strong. According to a test done by Dr. Mercola, one serving of fermented vegetables has as many probiotics as an entire bottle of probiotic capsules. So you wanna eat up on the fermented foods. Examples would be homemade yogurt, homemade pickles of all kinds. These are fermented olives, but you can do carrot sticks, 
You can do um, cucumbers and turn them into pickles. You have sauerkrauts. There's beverages. And at the show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 139, we have lots of links and examples for you of things to try. Now I want to read you a quote about the beauty and the power of the human gut. This is from Dr. Thomas Cowan. He says, think of your intestines as soil and grass. The villi are like the soil, and the layer of good bacteria is like the grass covering the soil. If you go to a meadow or a perennial grass field and you overgraze or do something to strip the grass, the soil will become eroded. If this condition continues, you get further erosion of the soil, you get cracks in the soil, and surface material starts seeping into the groundwater. That is exactly the same process that happens in the human gut. People strip their grass with antibiotics, with vaccines, with processed foods, with not getting the right flora via the birth canal, due either to a C-section or gut dysbiosis in the mother. And lastly, civilized people today are no longer eating probiotic foods. All these factors create an unhealthy gut ecology, a flattening of the villi, and actual holes in the gut wall. To summarize this, the human gut is open to the world and it takes in harmful substances day in and day out. We survive the onslaught if our gut is filled with a healthy bacterial layer. On the other hand, if the bacterial layer is damaged, it can no longer digest our food properly, nor protect us from the viruses, the bacteria, and the pathogens that are out there. One of the best ways to culture or strengthen your gut is to eat probiotic foods. So go to the show notes, askwardy.tv, look for episode 139, and you will find links to lots of recipes for homemade fermented foods. Additionally, we have a whole course on fermenting. It's called lacto-fermentation, and I have a link for you at the show notes for that as well. And if you just want to get your feet wet in fermenting, be sure to grab my free cheat sheet. It's the fermenting formulas cheat sheet that gives you formulas for all kinds of homemade ferments that you can make safely with ingredients that you have on hand seasonally. To get that, go to tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet, where ferment sheet is all one word. So I've covered four strategies you can use to keep your immune system strong to fight off cold and flu, but what if you do catch cold or flu? Now let's move into home remedies that can help you ease the symptoms and get over it faster. So now here's five. We're gonna talk about herbs and food-based natural home remedies for cold and flu. One such powerful home remedy against the flu is elderberry. It's a berry. You can turn it into an extract, a syrup, or you can even make homemade gummies, and I have a recipe for that, and the syrup at the show notes, askwardy.tv139. This remedy prevents the flu virus from invading healthy cells. There have been several studies that prove that elderberry has effective antiviral properties against 10 strains of the flu, and also that it relieves symptoms of fever, aches, and congestion three to four days earlier than people who don't use this remedy. One study showed that 90% of people who used elderberry had complete recovery in just two to three days. So you can make your own syrup or gummies using recipes I've linked for you at the show notes, askwardy.tv, look for episode 139. There are other food and herb-based remedies. You can make a very effective antiviral remedy using honey, raw ginger, and fresh garlic. At the show notes, I've got a cold remedy that really works for you made of honey and apple cider vinegar and cayenne and cloves and ginger. Vitamin C is another great immune supporting nutrient. We keep this herbal supplement around year round but especially during cold and flu season. Not sure how it's pronounced. 
viracid, viracid, but anyway, it has the important herbs for the immune system, echinacea and elderberry, and it also has the important vitamin minerals that are important for the immune system and to fight off infection. We use this preventatively if we've been exposed to anyone with uh, the cold or flu virus, and we also take it if we're feeling any of the cold or flu symptoms coming on. And for even more food-based natural remedies, go to the show notes, askwardy.tv, and look for episode 139 because we have an article linked there that is called Fighting Food with Illness, and it's a peek into a real food medicine cabinet. Number six, try essential oils to relieve cold and flu symptoms. Essential oils are very powerful. Just to name a few, chamomile, clove, tea tree, lavender, eucalyptus. I have some of them here. Tea tree in particular has shown to be effective at preventing viruses from entering healthy cells. You can take eucalyptus and thyme, put it in a spray bottle that's half vodka and half distilled water. And then this is an effective disinfectant spray that you spray on surfaces, just like that. Go to the show notes because I have the specific amounts there. It's askwardy.tv episode 139. If you have symptoms of congestion that you need relief when you're sleeping or even trying to function, you can take an essential oil diffuser and combine eucalyptus, rosemary, and lemon together. Again, visit the show notes for amounts, but that is an, a very effective diffuser recipe for relieving congestion. Another great thing to do when you have a cold is to take a hot bath with a few drops each of thyme, tea tree, and lavender added to the water. If you're looking for more essential oil recipes, visit the show notes because we have some links for you. Go to askwardy.tv episode 139. We have a DIY homemade decongestant chest rub, and it's even good for children and babies. There's also a homemade essential oil non-toxic spray cleaner and an essential oil foaming hand soap. So next time you have the colder flu, try out some of these essential oil home remedies and prevention recipes so you can take advantage of their antiviral properties. Number seven, don't forget about homeopathy to treat cold and flu. Homeopathics can be very powerful for relieving the symptoms of cold and flu. If you're new to homeopathics, there are these pellets and many different kinds of remedies, and you just use the 1C, 6C, 12C, or 30C dosage, and you dissolve one or two under your tongue until you see improvement. You can wait one or two hours or even longer to see if there's improvement, and you can test multiple kinds of remedies because some work for some people and some not others. And rather than give you a complete or exhaustive list, go to ask40.tv, look for episode 139. I have a short list of possible remedies that could work on cold and flu, but also a link to a practitioner we recommend that is an expert in homeopathy. And remember, always consult your doctor if you have any issues or concerns. So now we've been through them, all seven ways to boost your immune system, including natural remedies for cold and flu. And as I wrap up, I just want to read you a quote from Dr. Thomas Cowan, a quote that may challenge our thinking about illness. He says, about of acute illness should be viewed not as a punishment, but as an exhilarating challenge to our thinking process. The onset of a colder flu is actually an opportunity to augment the body's cleansing process, restoring balance to living organisms. Allow the mental body to accept infectious illness for what it is, the body's demand for a chance to rest and detoxify. Infectious disease is actually illness that leads to health. And I would add, it's actually illness that leads to health as God allows and as long as we listen and try to improve our health from what we learn and the process that we go through. I appreciate you being here today and I wanna invite you 
If you'd like more info on traditional cooking and the methods that can lead to greater digestibility and nutrition from whole, clean foods, to take advantage of our free traditional cooking video series, you go to tradcookschool.com slash yours free, where yours free is all one word. You'll be added to our free video series and go through some of my favorite fundamental traditional cooking techniques that can improve the digestibility and nutrition of food. And you'll also get access to our free traditional cooking cupboard, which is where we've got a whole bunch of free eBooks for you to enjoy and learn more about traditional cooking. So again, go to tradcookschool.com slash yours free. And that's a wrap for this episode of Ask Wardy. For all the links, the complete transcript, different versions of the recording, go to askwardy.tv. Look for episode 139. And I really appreciate you being here, and I hope to see you again next week, same time, same place. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of AskWardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.